Hello, everyone, and Happy New Year. Welcome to this first episode of the NCRI Women's Committee podcasts in 2024. Hope you enjoyed your holidays. In this episode, we're going to discuss the escalation of crackdown on Iranian women and, of course, the people of Iran in general and their resilient struggle to fight back. Let's start with a brief roundup of the events. The Iranian regime carried out a massive 850-plus executions in 2023 that included 25 women and 20 political prisoners. Hundreds of rights activists and opposition members, including dozens of women, faced arrests and heavy sentences. Female prisoners associated with the opposition group PMY-MEK face severe charges which could lead to the death penalty. Mothers of slain protesters face prison sentences for seeking justice for their sons. Women are imprisoned and flogged for removing their hijab. Political prisoners in the women's ward of Evin held a protest to judiciary officials entering their ward and forced them out of the ward. Five women were executed just in December, showing a troubling rise in the use of the death penalty in the country. It seems they don't care about international condemnations and appeals. I think they're scared that if they ease up on executions, they'll lose their grip on power. Now, how do these executions paint a picture of what's happening with human rights in Iran? Right. The executions in Iran show how human rights are being ignored. When they execute people, especially political prisoners and women... It's scary for anyone who speaks up against the government. These executions are more than just taking lives. They're silencing anyone who disagrees. It's a sign that there's not enough freedom to speak out or gather. Basically, it's a clear picture of how human rights are being denied and ignored in Iran. The Iranian regime is getting tougher on supporters of the opposition, rights activists, journalists, university students, and even high school students every day. So what's the real impact? How does that affect people who want to speak up or push for change in Iran? Let me add that it's not just activists and supporters of the opposition PMY. In the past few days, they've arrested and imprisoned people who've made even indirect comments on their social media accounts about the death of Qasem Soleimani. I mean, this regime is truly fragile and cannot tolerate any slight comment. Those heavy sentences they're giving out, they're basically saying you better watch out if you want to speak your mind or join any opposition groups. Yes, they won't make people think twice about standing up or pushing for change, just like those executions. They're attempting to scare people away from speaking out or trying to make things different. But I don't think they'll pull it off. People have been protesting and standing up against the regime, even with all these harsh punishments. Because when you've got nothing to lose, you don't back down. And in the case of Iran, there's a powerful opposition movement standing against the regime. They've already made a big impact and keep pushing back.
Imagine this, 15 years behind bars, not seeing your kids grow up. And then they tack on another three years to your sentence where you're already in prison. It's incredibly oppressive. I mean, spending all that time locked away and then getting hit with even more charges. It's like there's no break, no chance to see any light at the end of the tunnel. I see what you mean. You're referring to the case of political prisoner Maryam Akbari Monfared, one of the longest-held female political prisoners in Iran. 14 years in prison, no breaks at all. And on top of that, she's not doing well health-wise. Being mistreated and not getting proper medical care for so long, it's really taken a toll on her. It's tough to think about someone going through all that without the right meds and treatment. But why? Why are the authorities so harsh on her? Well, it's because she's fighting for justice for her siblings who belong to the opposition PMY-MEK and were executed or killed under torture in the 1980s. Even from prison, she's taken her case to the UN and they've accepted it. Mariam's incredibly strong and hasn't given up. She's holding on to hope, believing there's a way out. She's like, this is the price we've got to pay to break free from this messed up regime. She's dead set on making it happen. In a letter from jail, she talks about seeing her siblings marching with young protesters in the streets, fighting for their rights and freedom. It's pretty inspiring, don't you think so? So that's why they're keeping her in. She's like a hero to the people there. If she gets out, it's big trouble for the regime. They know she's a symbol of hope and strength. Her leaving prison would stir things up, especially that her siblings were affiliated with the PMOI, the main opposition group. Yes, she's really popular among the people she was locked up with. Those who got out can't stop talking about how amazing she is. One of them said she's a rainbow of hope. Because she inspired them so much, they moved her far away from the others to a different prison in a remote location and among ordinary criminals and depriving her of many of her basic rights. Absolutely. Her story is really inspiring, even for those of us far away. You can feel her spirit, her strength, even without meeting her. And you know what? That probably goes for other prisoners, too, each in their own way. That's right. Take Marzia Farsi, for instance. She's battling cancer without proper treatment, yet she's staying strong. Then there's Zahra Safoi, dealing with a heart condition. Both women already spent three years in prison and were released earlier this year. But then they got arrested again this summer and are facing even more time behind bars. The regime sees these women as a threat because they're so inspiring. They've sacrificed so much and they stand up for the opposition. That's why the authorities want to keep them locked up. They see their strength and influence as something dangerous to their control. You're right. These women's actions are like a counter to the fear the regime tries to spread. I heard about this, too. When those judicial authorities and judges showed up at the women's ward in Evan Prison on December 27th, these women protested right then and there. It's like they're refusing to be intimidated, standing up against the system, even from inside the prison walls. Yes, isn't that incredible? They showed so much courage, protesting those unfair sentences and the authorities demanding an end to executions right there in prison. But standing up like that comes with a cost. It's not easy at all. Sadly, when they protested, the guards barged in, attacked them, cut off their communications, and even threatened them with new charges and exiled to remote, tough places like Sistan and Baluchistan.
Let's talk a little bit about the bereaved mothers who are seeking justice for their children killed by security forces during the protests last year. What's the latest? Unfortunately, the latest is that the Iranian courts have sentenced Mrs. Farzane Barzekar, mother of slain protester Erfan Rezaei, to 24 months in prison and fined her 20 million tomans. Her prison sentence is suspended for two years, which means that if he says or does anything that the regime deems inappropriate, she would be readily arrested and taken to jail. Another mother, Mahsa Yazdani, mother of slain protester Muhammad Javad Zahidi, was sentenced to a total of 13 years in prison. She was taken to jail, where she would be serving five years. And why is she imprisoned? I heard she's got another four-year-old son. Yes, she had three children. Muhammad Javad was 20. Now she's got a daughter about the same age and a little boy who's four. She's locked up because she was outspoken and she sought justice for her son. And it's not just her. Remember Shirin Alizadeh? She got shot in the head while driving by a protest with her family. They jailed her husband just because he wanted to mark her birthday at her grave. It's unbelievable what they're doing to the families of the people who stood up in the 2022 protests. After going through so much pain of losing someone, they can't even honor their memory or hold any memorials. It's just cruel. All this just shows how much the regime feels insecure. And just very briefly, please explain about the women who were imprisoned and flogged for removing their head covering. Sure thing. The Iranian regime is cracking down harder to keep things in check. They're worried that if they ease up on hijab rules, they'll lose control. That's why they slapped Zainab Khunyapur with a two-year jail term just for posting pictures without wearing a headscarf. And Roya Hishmati got 74 lashes for sharing a photo of herself in a modest t-shirt and a regular skirt while walking down the street. It's clear they're really struggling to keep their grip on things. Thanks for tuning in to the NCRI Women's Committee podcast. We hope you found it informative. We'd love to hear your thoughts and comments on our work. Visit our website, women.ncr-iran.org, for information on Iranian women's fight for democracy and freedom. Until next time, wishing you happy days.